It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous, Simon, because it's Simon in French. And that's where the accent is from. And that's where I'm from, Paris, France, Paris. If you've never been, when it's open again, an invitation, please check out my hometown. Probably the most romantic city in the world. I think so. Um, I think so. Some other people would, would maybe say otherwise. Anyway, this show is about you. And if you have a question about your relationship, please call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kate. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kate. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So my husband and I just had a child, and my mother-in-law just seems to think she knows everything about raising children since she's done it before. Right. So I'll have my own ideas, and she will just shut everything down, and my husband just stands up for her. So it, it's just causing a little bit of a problem between us, and I, I just don't know what to do. Sure. Hey, first of all, congrats on, on being new parents, right? First of all, congratulations on that. It's exciting. Two, how does that make you feel when your mother-in-law kind of, you know, grandmother role starts to take the main role? How, how does that make you feel? I'm, it's terrible because, I mean, it's not her child, you know, and I, I just feel like it's as if, like, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not capable or something like that where I, I don't even know that she actually thinks that, but that's just how it makes me feel. I see. And how does that make you feel when your husband doesn't take your side? Also terrible. I mean, I, I feel like he should just stand up for me and just tell his mom to back off. Um, but he's not great at standing up to her about things. So I feel like it's just a, a trend that's sort of gone into the whole child rearing thing as well. And yeah. I, it just needs to stop. It does. Um, you need to be firm with your husband. Uh, and... Uh... Tell him exactly what you told me. This is you guys' child. She is the grandmother. She's welcome. But that has to stop. Uh, or she won't, you won't let her come in the house anymore. You have to stand up your ground at the beginning. You know, it's like, yeah. it's because in, you're in the right. It, it is your guys' kids. And she's a welcome grandmother. But she's not the mother. And when she does that, tell your husband, you're not married to your mother. Just to push him away. You're not married to her. Mm. You're married to me. I'm your wife, and we made the kid together, so no confusion on who's who and who's doing what in this family. Yeah, that, that actually sounds good. I feel like they both would respond to that well, so um, here's hoping, but thank you, Simon. <laughs> yes, clarify the confusion in her mind and his, and you start with him, and you're very calm, very straightforward, and I think it will work well, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. You have a good night. You too. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Aria email about dating. Hopefully, I can help her next. So, Aria sent me this interesting question on therendezvousshow.com. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. In your experience, what are some small mistakes that women make early on in dating that prevent a relationship from developing? I need all the help I can get. Please advise. Good question. What are the small mistakes women make early on in dating that prevent the relationship from working out? I'll answer next. Aria sent me this email asking me 
what are some small mistakes that women make early on in dating that prevent a relationship from developing? Um, I believe that, you know, when you go first on a date, I've noticed a little nervousness about the other person and wondering about his answers and all this. Well, my advice to you on the first date is to follow those, those signals, which your intuition sends all the time, which is really, do I like the guy? or the girl if you like girls, or not. It's about the chemistry, it's about the, the vibe. Is it a safe vibe? Is it a exciting vibe? Or is it a toxic vibe? Is it a vibe that makes me anxious? Or is it a vibe that makes me feel safe and I want to get to know the person? So wonder about yourself first. How are you feeling? That's what I would like you to do next time you go on a date. Casual conversation on and on, but at the end, it's not just about what he said or what he's doing. No, it's how you and your fabulous women intuition reacts. All right? I hope that helps. Call next. Bonjour, Cara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cara. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, now that everything is opening up again, I have been out of the dating scene for a year and a half, and I don't know how to get back into it. Well... During the pandemic, did you online date or did you just shut down completely? I was shut down completely. I I was just staying in my house and Netflixing by myself. Wow, okay. Um, are you an online dater? No, I haven't tried it before. You should definitely should because that's where the uh, people are. I mean, especially, I think, with the pandemic, we've all kind of like regrouped where it was safe, which was virtual and online. So if you if you take a look at all those online dating sites, you're going to find some wonderful profile and it's very safe because, you know, you don't have use for cell phone or anything. So it's really, that's my advice is, is um, uh, if you feel safe enough, you can go out there and, and meet people now, depends where you live. And then also uh, go on a few websites and just put your profile out there and start online dating. I, I think it'll be great. That sounds like a good way to start. Thank you so much. Yeah, easy breezy. You gotta go easy breezy into it. You know, when it comes to dating, it's like bicycle. You always know very quickly what to say, what to do, and everything else. You know, it's, it, it comes back quickly. It's just getting. It's just taking that first step of getting on the bicycle. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like working out. You gotta go back to the gym. Like dating is like working out. You gotta go back to that pool and just say, okay, I'm here. Let's see what, who else is here, okay? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you, Kaha, and have a good night. You too, Simon. You know what? Let's talk about going back out there. Let's talk about, you know, what should we do now to get back into the dating world? What are the steps we need to take, right? Let's talk about that a little more. Next. So it's interesting because my last caller, Kara, you know, during the pandemic, she just like all of us um, who are, you know, single people, we, we had to bunker down. Just some of us would do online dating, some of us would not. And then you wonder, you know, how do you get back out there? Because it's like a muscle that we haven't used, right? And I say that because I play ping pong, I do a workout, and then my shoulder was hurting, and then, you know, my uh, legs from the jogging. And, I, and, and my doctor said to me, he said, just, you're all right, but you have to warm up the muscles, right? And... When we haven't been dating, like I haven't been dating in two years almost, eight, I don't remember, 18 months or whatever. 
So I understand, you know, what we're going to go through, especially the anxiety of coming back to a day, to a face-to-face. So let's talk a little more about what we can expect when we go out there next. So, you know, for all of us who uh, have been single during the pandemic and also the new single people who broke down their relationship um, lately, you know, we're all rusty. We haven't dated anybody. We couldn't really, at least safely, so what should we expect? Goofy, I would say goofiness, shyness, lack of self-confidence. We, you know, it's like, it's like a muscle we have in you. So here's my advice. Easy breezy. No big plan. No big expectation. No, oh my God, you know, if it doesn't work out. No. Just the beauty of also online dating and meeting up is meeting new people. So please, no pressure. The less pressure, the more fun the date. More than ever. That includes myself. That's the way to approach, you know, dating, I think, in 2021 is here and now, liberated, and let's have fun just meeting people. And when the universe says it's the one, your intuition will know and will ring. So until then, enjoy, 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 because we need to catch up on the enjoyment, enjoy the vive side. You call the next. Bonjour, Misha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Michelle. What's going on? How can I help you? Uh, I have an Instagram boo. Um, it's not really my style to date on the internet like that, but we're connecting really well. And I think he's going through a little depression, and he's actually admitting that. And it's kind of like he's letting me know that that's going to derail us from like really getting to know each other because he doesn't want to F up the gifts, as he stated. So I just wanted to ask about that to you. Um. So first, how do you feel about him and about what he's saying and the situation? How do you feel? I feel connected to him a lot, and he feels the same way. But it, he, it, I, I, I think because I've been through stuff, I don't know if he's BSing me. But part, mo- most of my feelings feels like he's being honest, and I need to respect that and respect his space. So, so it's like mixed so, feelings, but most of me knows that he's he's correcting where he's at. Well, but where did that where did that leave you? Um, it leaves me continuing to work on myself and just respect him and hopefully within the atmosphere if it's meant to be, we'll come back around. <laughs> so are you are you thinking about dating other people? Um, I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath for him. I'm not trying to be smart, but I'm I'm making myself available, but it's not my main goal. I really just wanna keep working on a lot of my goals. What is your main goal? Um, I just bought a new house. Um, I'm working on my own healing and self-esteem, and I'm working on creativity because I do theater. So, okay, all right. Well, listen, you seem to be pretty uh, calm about it, even though it's not always easy to hear this from from this guy. But it seems to me that you are taking it pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's making me grow up, actually. All right, then. So we'll go with that. Thank you so much for calling, and Thank you have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night, Simon. Good night. Coming up, I'm going to go help Julian who left me a voicemail about finding trust again, and that is next. So if you have a question for me 24-7, you can always reach out to me, leave me a voicemail, and then I'll play it on air and answer on air, just like for Jillian's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Jillian. Um, I have a question. I was married uh, in the past and uh, got a divorce because he cheated. And after that, I had another 
pretty serious relationship with someone for about a year and a half. But after a year and a half, he just like broke up with me out of nowhere. It came as a shock to me and he just disappeared on me. So since then, I've been having a hard time trusting somebody again. It's been really hard. And um, I, I just don't know what to do to be able to trust again and to get back into the mode of a seri- being in a serious relationship again and just, like, falling in love again and trusting somebody again. So if you have any advice, I would be happy to hear it. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you, Jillian, for the voice. Yes, how do you get uh, to trust again after bad relationships? We'll talk about that next. So what should you do if, like Jillian, you come out of bad relationships and you don't trust anybody anymore for good reasons? How do you get to trust again after bad relationships? Well, what the first thing that comes to my mind is the fact that you have this intuition, right? So trust is not something that you know, you can intellectually always rely on. You have to trust yourself to pick up on when things are chaotic, toxic, destructive. And so first, when you date, you know, before to think about the big picture, date again with this lightness of being. Just remember. Remember what you feel. It's all about how you feel it. And that's my advice. You call that next. If you have a feel-good or romantic story you want to share with me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Vanetta. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Vanetta. So I understand you have a romantic story you'd like to share on the rendezvous, and I'm all ears. I do, I do. And I think it's exciting because I I think that I have met the love of my life. I think he's the one. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, 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 yes, it's very exciting, also scary, also exciting, but, um, so I went to a wedding, uh, by myself, and I didn't really know anybody except the bride, um, we were, like, co-workers a long time ago, we've stayed friends, so, anyway, I didn't have any expectations when I went to this wedding, and Mm -hmm. so, you know, they do, they do everything, the dinner, the cake, all that, and now we get to the part of the night where everybody's dancing, so I was sitting at a table by myself, and uh, this guy came over, and he asked me to dance, and he was, like, tall and gorgeous, so, like, obviously, I said yes. Uh, uh-huh. So, anyways, we had one dance, and then, like, by the time I know it, it's, like, two in the morning, and we've been dancing all night, and he asked for my number at the end, and I have, pre- uh, like, we have, like, a date, date this weekend, and, it's, I mean, I've never had this before, but, I, you know, when people talk about the butterflies in your stomach, and, mm-hmm. and I just, I can't stop thinking about them, and my friends are sick of hearing about it, so I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> no, thank you so much. I just, how would you describe what you feel with your own words? I mean, there's just like, like when you just, you meet somebody, and you feel like you've known them forever, and there's just, like, there's no, you know, there's no like, oh, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing. It just feels like everything clicks, and there's like a, there's an excitement, and a calm at the same time, which is That's weird. It. I like that. Well, listen, Vanita, thank you so much for sharing that. I hope it is the love of your life. I hope it is, and, and I'm all about it. So thank you for sharing that story on The Rendezvous tonight. Well, thank you, Simon. Me too. You're welcome. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So do you prefer to have Oulala in the morning or in the evening? Let's talk about that next. So question for you. Do you prefer to have your ulala in the morning or 
in the evening. I, I, I wanted to know, it's interesting, because some of us are morning lovers, some of us are evening lovers. And you better be with somebody who has the same time than you, right? So I posted on my social media, at Radio, and interestingly enough, 69% of you voted, I'm an evening lover, and 31% said I'm a morning lover. And I'm not surprised because uh, in the morning, everybody's rushing to work or taking the kids to school. And if you're younger and you don't have yet that, uh, evening are usually more romantic. But you can do both. You can be a morning and evening lover and double on the loving and the ooh-la-la. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me tonight. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.